Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. <laughs> I can host. Are you recording already? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone, to a. F- nope, we're doing that over again. <laughs> okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to a flick pod. I'm Alex. And I'm Ashley. And today we are doing Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Dun dun. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Law and Order is a jam. <laughs> okay, movie overview. Okay, please do your movie overview. I'm so excited. Legally Blonde is about a girl that goes to a small university in California and she is a fashion merchandising or like fashion fabric or something. Fashion merchandising. Bachelor. That's what she's getting her bachelor's in. (laughs) And she has this boyfriend, a serious boyfriend, and she is thinking that they're going to get married and he's like, no, you're a bimbo, basically, and I need to marry someone more serious. And she's like, well, I'm going to get serious and go to the same law school as you. And so she gets into Harvard, surprisingly, with a, an admissions video and not even an application. Crazy. <laughs> and um, goes to Harvard. And basically, obviously, this guy is a punk. And so she decides that she doesn't need him. And she teaches some really insecure lady to be secure and she gets her law degree and that's it good job (laughs) that was pretty good (laughs) that was an overview start to finish something (laughs) (laughs) something all right um 
Should I do mine? No. Let's move on. Okay. No! Do it! Oh! Freaking freaking frick. In this tale of Barbie... Nope. Yes, sorry. In this tale of Barbie Goes Brainy, a young fashion merchandising major follows what she thinks is the love of her life to Harvard Law School. But then, when she realizes she'll never be good enough, she decides success is the best revenge and she kicks ass <laughs> in a metaphorical sense and watch the movie to see what happens. <laughs> oh, that was not my best work. No, it wasn't no. my best work either. That's okay. <laughs> it was actually one of my better pieces of work. It was. It was pretty good. <laughs> Compared to the previous. <laughs> um, so I'll do a little uh, background information. And I was like so stoked to do fun facts because as you all know, Ashley always takes all the fun facts. I still have a but, lot of fun facts. But I was distracted and I only wrote down one. <laughs> but that's <laughs> But that's fine because... It is probably the most important one. It's fine because I'm going to save this section. (laughs) Thanks. She always does. (laughs) Yeah. She always does. Um, So first of all, Legally Blonde was uh, released in 2001, which makes me feel old, but also a child at the same time because they're all adults in the movie, like grad school, you know? And how old are we? Six, five, eight? Wait, wait, wait. Wait wait a minute. What? (laughs) Seven? How old are we right now? <laughs> no, 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 how old are we? Were we when the movie came out? <laughs> so 2001, we would have been in first grade. Okay, so seven, approximately. This is my fun fact, my only, one and only, but it's okay because it's the most important one. <clears throat> and it's from, of course, imdb.com. As you might recall, for those of you who have watched the movie, L would have to take the LSATs, which is like the exam to like get into law school. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a perfect score on the LSAT exam is 180. Therefore, L's score of 179 puts her in the top 0.1%. Did you guys hear me? 0.1%, meaning she's a freaking genius. So I have something to add on this front. So the okay. target score just for your average school is like 160, right? To get into mm-hmm. one of those, the top 10 schools or an Ivy League, you want 170 or more. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's according to U.S. News and World Report. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting, actually, because in that scene where Elle goes to like her guidance counselor. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to Harvard. And the lady's like, um, okay. And she, I think she tells her, you have to get at least a 175. Isn't that what she said? You know what? I can't remember. I think she says she has to be, I think she says you have to at least have a 170. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, that seems like a high standard if the top score is 180. But I guess you have to be super smart to go to Harvard also. But that is my fun fact. You're welcome. And Ashley, take it away. <laughs> so I have a couple. Um, so my first one is Reese Witherspoon got to keep all 60 of her outfits. <gasps> I saw that. So yeah. cool. I hope she has a memorabilia closet. So um, <laughs> I was reading about why she wants to keep her outfits. And like, 
I always I always read that comedians and actors when they do an like a contract with whatever they're doing movies um mm-hmm. an event or whatever they always have like a weird thing that they request but Reese Witherspoon said that she likes to get her outfits because she doesn't want some weird guy buying her stuff mm-hmm. is like what she was saying and she's like On and then eBay. it would be cool <laughs> right and then she said it would be cool for her daughter to have access to these outfits and everything. So that's so cool. That was really cool. Um, all my fun facts are from insider.com, by the way. Oh. Um, so then there was this lady. Um, her name's Lucy Ford. She wrote her dissertation on this movie. Mm. Um, and that's she cool. watched, she watched the movie 800 times, she said. What? To write her dissertation. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's commitment. <laughs> I know. It's really cool. That's crazy. Um, so the opening scene when the girl is like riding her bike down the sidewalk, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's that group of frat guys on the lawn or whatever. Lawn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, I can't remember what he's, it's like some initiation that they're doing, but th- yeah. that was, those were real. That was a real fraternity doing initiation because yeah. there was a mom that watched Legally Blonde and she was like, Oh my God, that's my son. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I just, could you imagine? What, my mom saying that? No, no, like, well, no, I mean, like, no, I mean, no, like, what if it, you know, I just think of like Shane, right? Like, yeah, that would yeah. be, I would be like, Oh my God, what? That'd be so funny. Yeah. I think I saw too, something about, cause I saw the same fact on the IMDb, but it was saying that. Uh, like you said, it was unscripted. Like those guys just showed up. They're actual students, and I guess the pro, um, the producers asked them to like be part of filming because they just like added some zest to the college experience. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, cool. I think they just probably re- recorded down like a fraternity row, and mm-hmm. they were probably, out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. So those just boys a- probably didn't even notice. <laughs> I mean, the fact that that dude's mom, like, saw him and he wasn't like, hey, mom, I was, like, in a movie. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe because he didn't want everybody to see he was, like, doing an initiation. I don't know. Yeah. Awkward. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so just some other things that I noticed, like, in that beginning scene, like, I think it's so weird that Elle has a picture of her boyfriend, like, framed, like, by her TV or whatever. I don't know. That whole thing was really weird. Why is that weird? I think it's weird. I think people normally keep pictures of their loved Paul, ones. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Do you have a picture of your significant no, no, other no. frame? No. No. Okay. Did no. you in college or like college age, right, in your 20s or whatever, like I guess we're in our 20s, but like early 20s, mm-hmm. um, did you have a framed picture of your boyfriend in your dorm, in your room? Did you have a framed picture? <laughs> Does it have to be framed? Can it be hung on the wall no, with like a thumbtack? No. <laughs> she had it straight up framed. I know she did. It was a very fancy frame too. It was very but interesting. I think they I think they'd been dating for a while because she had her bachelor's degree. Like she was already she already went through like four years of college and then Well, she would have been like, graduated if she was out of her sorority though. So she was still getting her bachelor's degree. Okay, I just remember there was a scene where she was like, I have my bachelor's in fashion merchandising. So it's very confusing. <laughs> yes, I love the way you <laughs> said that. 
Um, I because that's the other thing I want to bring up, right? Like when she goes to law school, all the people in her group have like master's degrees or PhDs. And yeah. that's very unusual, I think, because all the people yeah. that I know that went to law school, they just went right after their bachelor's degree. Right. Yeah. Like they didn't go get a PhD in women's studies and then go, oh, I want to be a lawyer. Like, and I mean, some people do that and that, that's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just, it was unusual for her group to be like, I have a master's in this and a PhD and, and mm-hmm. I'm a prodigy and whatever, which <laughs> it was so funny. The guy that's a prodigy, you don't see him any other time in the movie. No, and his shirt says genius. I know. <laughs> uh, so funny. It was suggested that Stephen Hawking got his theory from my fourth grade paper. Yeah. Like, it, dude, <laughs> in your dreams. <laughs> it was just it was just super interesting to me. Like every mm-hmm. like I watched the movie um I think twice. I think I watched it twice. And that second time, that whole group dynamic, I just was like and then when they first like look at the group, like from afar. There's mm-hmm. one other person in the group, but they don't introduce him when they do the up close. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's yeah. funny. It's really weird. I don't know why they did that. So when she's driving to the nail salon and she's like freaking Crying. out or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She's like revving her engine, but she's driving like 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Porsche. It's supposed to, it's added for like dramatic effect that she's like zooming, listening to her chick punk rock band. Like, and then she causes an accident in the road. <laughs> and then I can't, I have this written down and I don't know why, but I have. Like, quotations happens every day with an arrow that says stretch marks and a fat ass and it's it's something paulette (laughs) says but i can't remember what she says yeah paulette says she says and look at me now middle-aged high school dropout with stretch marks and a fat ass and l says that's terrible and she says yep happens every day I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I she th- this movie is so quotable, dude. Like I really like movies when they make such like an impression that you could just be like talking to somebody randomly and then you'd be like, oh, I object. You know? <laughs> it's funny. I love that part. Uh, I love it. Oh, so the gu- the the woman that's in the that has the PhD in women's studies or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. an asshole. Yeah, she's so rude. I'm like, for somebody who's in women's studies and empowering women, you're being a dick to Elle. Like, mm-hmm. she's trying to go to law school and be something different than, like, the box that you're yeah. putting her in. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, man? Preach. Well, okay. She, first of all, went to Berkeley, so. <laughs> I guess, is there I thought- stereotypes with that? Well, it's just funny because she's, when she says that she graduated from Berkeley, it's like, oh, because people, like, Berkeley is like the liberalist college. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But yeah, so she's like this stereotype here. Mm -hmm. And then L is like the stereotypical opposite. Malibu Barbie, loves pink, blonde, very like... You can't see me. But very bend and I'm snap. Very bend and snap. And I think that that is like, ugh, to Enid, the liberal arts. What does she major in? Women's studies with an emphasis in combat, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is awesome. 
right? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's that's funny. They have a very strange dynamic. And then when she like when Elle goes to join Vivian and Warner's study group, and then they're like, "There's no room because we're hoity-toity snoot noses." And then she's like, "Okay, I'll just go." And she walks away. And Edith's like, she, what's her name? Enid is like, maybe there's like a sorority you could join, like, which is freaking rude because just because you're from like California doesn't mean that you have to make fun of people saying like, okay, it's not our fault. It's generational. <laughs> and also, um, you know, she, she was like, you know, if you had rushed my sorority, I would have at least been nice to you, you know, trying to like be like, I'm a nice person. And she was like, Oh, is that before you voted against me and called me? I don't like to say the word behind my back and she was like I don't use that word that must have been Vivian and Vivian's like (gasps) (laughs) she Elle is really nice though like she's very nice to people which is Mm -hmm. very cool to see so I don't love this movie right like I I think the reason I don't like it is because well okay I don't like stereotypes but obviously that's Mm -hmm. what the movie is about to like make fun of right right but like, the people are so mean in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think that's very realistic. I don't know. Well, okay. So here's my take on it. Yes, it's about stereotypes in general, but I think that it's more about breaking stereotypes because, yeah. like, you know, you you look at Elle Woods and you see that she, like, dresses a certain way and, you know... You think, like, she's a Barbie or, you know, whatever. Um, And people always underestimate her. And she's like, they're like, oh, you're just a bimbo or whatever. But she's actually really smart. Yeah. Like, like even in the beginning when she's going to pick out a dress, when she thinks Warner's going to propose. And the sales lady tries to, like, give her an old dress for full price. And she's like, you picked the wrong girl. Like, I know my stuff. Right. But but anyway, and I think the reason that people are so mean to her is because, one, they're jealous, honestly. Like, all these people who probably worked really hard in college and all this who to get into Harvard, which she did too, but, like, they're probably looking at her like, oh, you know, how must she have gotten here, mm-hmm. you know, because of the way she looks and stuff. And also because they're all, like, friends with Vivian, and she was a bee the whole time, and just, like, jealous because... L could have been with Warner, but instead she's with her, and now she's there and like ruining her plans or whatever. Anyway, forgot where I was going with that, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I get where you're coming from. I just think they could have just done a better job with the people being mean. I guess, like mean in a more tactful way. Like it was mm. almost like trashy how mean yeah. people were being, you know. And I'm like, that's not how it would be. I don't think. No. Okay, so when they're doing the the case, like when they're figuring out who gets to be in the case study or whatever, or not case yeah. study, uh, gets inter- to be a part of the case, the internship. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild to me that Warner and Vivian are like, we made it, blah, 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 blah. And there's only like four people on the fucking list and they didn't see Elle's name. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think that's hilarious that you brought that up because... I was thinking the same thing. They look all surprised when they, like, see her walk up there. I'm like, her name is right underneath yours. <laughs> and then also, so there's Vivian and Warner and Elle and Enid, yep, right? Yep. But then, like, on the actual team, there's, like, a bunch more people, right? What do you, wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking so, about? Like, around the example, table? 
Around the table, yeah. So maybe oh, those, those are the other eternities. Yes, that's what I was going to okay, say. Okay. They're like associates and... Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. I was like, there are only like four names on that list. No, those are but... not interns. The interns are just getting experience there. Got it. Got it. Which I think that's really cool. So I really love the name Emmett. <gasps> I love too. that name. It's a great name. I literally anyway. wrote, God dang, Emmett. I love that name. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying he's cute. He is cute. Oh, at the graduation at the end, their mm-hmm. caps are wrong. For law mm-hmm. school, for law school mm-hmm. graduates, you have a fancy oh, yeah, 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 scholar yeah, cap. Out. And they were just mm-hmm. wearing regular graduation caps. I was like, mm-hmm. that's not right. <laughs> Way to mess up Legally Blonde. And then movie. her dad has the martini at the end. Oh, that made oh, me my laugh God. so hard. He's too much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, here's another fun fact. Matthew Davis, who plays Warner, mm-hmm. he said that to play his part, he studied George Bush's biography. Now, I have a couple things about this. I want to know if he studied, because the timing lines up right, mm-hmm. I want to know if he studied, because some people don't know the difference between a biography and an autobiography. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Matthew Davis, did you study his biography or did you study his autobiography because they both like it's both like in the time frame where he could have read either or mm-hmm. and either or i'm like what because i read them because i read them for mm-hmm. school because i was writing yeah. a paper on his presidency and i'm like in those readings <laughs> i don't think i ever like it never came to mind like oh george bush is a straight up asshole like yeah what <laughs> I, I, bag. I'm so confused why he hmm. said that. I studied George Here. Bush's biography for my part. Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. He's a straight up butthole. Yeah, I don't understand, like, where... The only thing I can think of is, like, they, like, were a prominent family. And yeah. they... But, like, did they marry into other prominent families? I guess I, I don't know all the prominent families in America. So I just, it's just really, just really interesting. Anyway. It's weird because for me, he's like, just like a typical East Coast prep school boy. Yeah. I, you know, like my, you know, I've got a long line of senators and maybe that's what he was talking about. I mean, they're a prominent family yeah. and they have, you know, it's kind of like the Kennedys. Yeah. I don't know. Just very interesting. I just thought it was very a very weird. weird, interesting thing that he said. And I was like, I yeah. would like some more context, Matthew <laughs> Davis. If I see you in person, we will talk about that's Vampire Diaries and I will ask you about this. <laughs> he's in Vampire Diaries? Yeah, he's the the teacher. Oh my God. Spo- Ew, spoilers. Spoilers. Don't tell me because I haven't watched it. Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I'm like halfway through the first season, but God damn it. I wanna say the spoiler. God don't damn tell it. me, please. Please don't tell me. It's like a huge spoiler and I wanna say no, it, but okay. Don't say it. Okay, Obviously. I won't. <laughs> You're like hoppity hopping all around. <laughs> because I really want to say it. Okay, too bad, don't say it. So when she says, I don't think Brooke killed her husband and she says, Exercise gives you endorphins, yada yada yada. But it sounds like she's saying exorcists <laughs> i guess i didn't she, notice that like she says exorcists give you endorphins <laughs> endorphins make you happy happy people just don't kill their husbands and i know she's trying to say exercise and i was actually i was watching um a legally blonde overview type like 
I, I don't know what that's called. A super, uh, no, a super cut. Anyway, I don't know. A super cut <laughs> of the whole movie. And one of the quotes was that one. And all the comments were like, why is she saying exorcist instead of exercise? And so this time when I watched it, I really noticed it. And I just huh, thought it was interesting. Because obviously exorcists don't give you endorphins. Maybe they do. Have you ever done an exorcism? I, no, I have never been exercised. So you have you exercised someone else? Uh, not as far as I know. No. But I guess I should say, <laughs> yeah, okay, anyway. Um, and then I, and then I also have, so Elle's pink dress when she is going to like meet Warner when they're going to, oh. she thinks they're going to be engaged. Why does that dress remind me of the Flintstones? Every single time I watch the movie, I immediately think of the Flintstones. I don't know, but I wanted to know why she chose that dress because I really right? don't think it's cute out of her other outfits that she wears. She was wearing at the, so- or at the, at the store, she was wearing that sparkly blue one. She should have picked that one. Right? Yeah, it's kind of a weird dress to wear out to a fancy dinner, though. The blue one? Yeah. Well, so is the pink one. Well, I know, but either <laughs> one, I wasn't happy with either choices. Also, though, it was 2001. Fashion was Ugh. very strange in that time. So not good. <laughs> but it just reminds me of, like... It was evolving into 90s grunge, or from 90s grunge to... Yeah. It was, it's like when you're in middle school. It's like when you're in middle school and you're just (laughs) fugly. Yeah. Like that is exactly (laughs) like it was a transition period and outfits were fugly. Yeah. The the gaucho pants with the like sequins dash. I wore so many gaucho pants. I (laughs) I don't think, so there's this girl that I went to uh, elementary school with and middle school with before I moved to Wyoming. And I don't think she listens to this podcast, but her name's Nikki. And her and I wore, we coordinated when we were wearing our gaucho pants. And I don't know if she remembers this, but it happened. And they're back in style now. Gaucho pants? Yeah, they're called something different, though. I can't remember. But I, like, saw somebody wearing them and I was like, Yikes. Oh, they're uh, so and bad. then I also the guy who's leading that intro circle where he's like, all right, everyone, let's talk about who you are and where you're from, you know? Yeah. He reminds me of Edward Cullen. I sincerely wonder if Stephanie Meyer was like watching Legally Blonde and she saw that guy and she was like, you know what? That guy would look really cool as a vampire. Uh, and then my last little bullet. I love her admissions essay video. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> the advisors. The one guy's like, she was in a Ricky Martin video. <laughs> I want to be 100% honest, though. Watching them, I thought it was going to be, like like I said, I haven't seen this movie. It's was been a long time since I had mm-hmm. seen this movie. And I really thought the guys were going to be gross. Like the admissions yeah. people were going to be gross. But mm-hmm. they really weren't. They mm-hmm. were like, we need to diversify, you know, yeah. she's, she's like the diversity pick, even though she's blonde <laughs> yeah. and white, like, but anyway. Yeah. But she's a fashion merchandising. They were like, fashion merchandising? And they're like, well, sir, we've never had one of those here. Well, and then I was thinking, like, how they were talking. I mean, I know they, it was, I know it was meant to be funny, like, but people need to go into fashion law. People need to yeah. go into celebrity law. She would be an ideal candidate for that. Yeah. So it's just it kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that whole that whole part was really funny. Okay, so let's go into characters. So my first one is Professor Stromwell. 
She's your on men. Yeah, because she is like she's tough on the students, but I think it's because like I have always worked in industries that were male dominated. And I feel like when females work in those industries, they feel like that they have to project a certain way or, like, act mm-hmm. a certain way to get yeah. respect from their male counterparts, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, she is tough. But, you know, just like you were saying at, at the nail salon when she's like, you're just going to let some guy do this to you and, like, ruin, you know, ruin yeah. all the work that you put in because you have yeah, potential yeah. and I see potential in you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and then Elle's California friends. Mm-hmm. I really like them. They're very supportive, and I love that. They're my um, on men's, too. <laughs> also, I just wanted to say, like, I guess this isn't an uh, honorable mention, but, like, I did not realize. So, I'm watching the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, Emmett's the guy. Emmett's the love interest, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. The good love interest. Um, yes. So, one. Emmett. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, he really reminds me of Owen Wilson. And I like, he's looked his it brother. Up. Dude, I know, I'm an idiot. I literally wrote that. I said, Luke Wilson is Owen Wilson's brother. I'm an idiot. I put that on my paper. <laughs> oh, man. So it was crazy because the reason I wrote that is because I looked it up, right? I was like, oh, Luke Wilson, interesting. And I'm like looking and I was like, hmm, he kind of reminds me of Owen Wilson. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, I'm an idiot. <laughs> They not only look similar, they talk very similar like, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my Owen Wilson impersonation. Alright, let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. can't even do it. I feel, I like hear it in my head, but I cannot actually do the impression. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's all calm down. Nope, that wasn't it. It, it sounded better in my head. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, so those are my honorable mentions. Those you, are your only ones? Do you have any? <laughs> I do. I have like a full on Oh, list. gosh. Here we go. Okay, so my first one is the UPS guy. Okay. He literally. He's a good character. Okay. He is. He's a good character. But why does he not have an actual name? At the end of the graduation scene, when there's the little captions and it says, it's like, Paula married the UPS guy. Oh. It doesn't say Paula married Frank or Paula married Matthew. Even Paula the Jungle married the UPS Book guy. girl at the end has a name. I know. <laughs> so he is literally the UPS guy. Okay. That's his. Well. But I think he's so funny. And he like tries so hard to engage with Paula. It's so cute. Even though she's a spaz. And like drops, <laughs> breaks his nose during the bend and snap. Yeah. He freaking still loves her. And he's like, Oh, that's cute that you like tried to do the bend and snap, even though you broke my nose. It's okay. I still like you. Adorbs. Okay. So he's my on my, he's my on men. Um, Emmett is one of my on men's cause God, he warms my like cold dead heart. <laughs> like not only is he a stark contrast to Warner, you know, mm-hmm. which I'm sure they did that on purpose to show Elle, like, you know, obviously this guy's maturing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he, he's just like an all around good guy. Yeah. You know? So, okay. So he's my <laughs> other one. And then Elle's besties, which I don't know their names. I don't either. Actually. That's why I put Elle's California friends. I put Elle's BFFs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So they're, like you said, they're supportive. They're, 
it's it's funny because they're really like ditzy or whatever but they like went all the way to boston for her first like actual court case and yeah it, i think that's really cool and they were like oh my god and a little jury vote for Elle. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so those, and then my last one is the um the lady at the salon when Elle's teaching everyone the bend and snap the black lady who's wearing like the purple tracksuit yeah she's one of my honorable mentions oh, okay because she gets down she breaks it down yes i just love it i think she's a lot of charisma and <laughs> i think <laughs> i think that that's awesome awesome so, perfect yeah those are my on men's so okay. my second favorite character is l oh so as we've come to understand I like character growth, right? And mm-hmm. that's exactly what this whole movie is about with the main characters, her growing and maturing and understanding that she is worthy and good enough of love. Um, and, and of a love that like complements her, right? Like I, I've been telling people, I don't know why this keeps coming up in my brain recently. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So somebody out there needs to hear it. But being in a relationship should be an addition to your life. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't complete you. You are a complete person. And that Mm -hmm. person becomes an addition to your life. And so, um, and I think that like is beautifully done with Elle. And Elle, yeah, I mean, she just has a lot of character development and growth. And um, she still is like herself. But mm-hmm. she, like, proves her family that she's worthy of something more and that she wants something more. And, mm-hmm. um, obviously, Warner is a piece of shit. And I can't believe he even graduated, but okay. Tell me about it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's your number two? Yep. So, she's my number one. So, I guess oh, we'll okay. just, like, yep. build off of what you're saying. So, this has been one of my favorite movies for, like, since it came out. I've always loved it. I think that it's a really great break the mold type of movie mm-hmm. like I, I really think that that's really cool she which I kind of talked about this already like instead of folding she decides to work harder and like you know success is the best revenge um but she's just I think that she's such a role model because I feel like like when I was a kid like watching her not only be kind to people but to, like, prove people wrong that, like, just because I wear pink and have blonde hair doesn't mean I'm an idiot, you know? And, like, right. like I can go to law school and I can graduate with honors and, you know, I just – and I can still be nice to people, you know? Yeah. So she's awesome. I just love her. I think she's a really good role model and, you know, not only, like, being successful, but that it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. And like, it's okay to have feelings and like, yeah, maybe you went to college for the wrong reasons, but now you're finishing for the right reasons. Right. You know what I mean? So I really, I love her. And Reese Witherspoon is amazing. Yeah. She's, she's one of my great. favorite actresses. <clears throat> she's great. So, and she does such a good job, I think, like playing this character. Yeah. You know? So, I think so too. Yeah. So that's my number one. So, who's your number one? You're going to be mad. No, don't say You're it. You're going to be mad. Freaking Bagheera, stop right now. <laughs> All right. You're going to be me. mad. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yep. Vivian. No, stop. <laughs> I freaking I freaking knew you were going to do that shit. <laughs> All right, tell me why. So, she has a lot of character development. So I think the reason why I like her over Elle is because, she, first of all, she didn't know Elle. And when Elle came to school, it was specifically to get Warner back, right? I think mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. who would be in a relationship, especially engaged to somebody, would be like, mm-hmm. hey, fuck off, you dumb bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so I get where the initial hate was coming from, right? Mm-hmm. And I can only mm-hmm. imagine what Warner was saying about Elle to her yeah, as yeah. well. And so... <clears throat> she didn't know her but like 
as they go along, Vivian sees that she's smart and she's trying and like she came from having a notebook with a feather pen to she went and got mm-hmm. a computer and she like saw yeah. what everybody else was doing and she starts to do the readings and mm-hmm. all that stuff and um comes to find out and I mean you kind of pointed this out as well is when Elle shows up to the party in the bunny suit like Warner puts his hands all over her yeah like, and sh- Vivian sees that he is not worthy of her either and I think yeah. that is like awesome um yeah and so and it's pretty big of her to like go to Elle's dorm and be like hey you know i need the paperwork do you have that file or whatever mm-hmm. and then to just be vulnerable with somebody that you were mean to and and mm-hmm. she does apologize and and i think the other thing too is it was wrong of her like i think it's interesting because not only was she like mean at the beginning and then she evolved to like become friends with Elle and like cordial mm-hmm. and whatever and then Again, she reverts to being mean to her and talking shit about mm-hmm. her, which mm-hmm. was terrible. But yeah. she automatically is like, I'm a fucking shitty person. Like, mm-hmm. automatically. And I think that yeah. was, like, another growth thing, you know? Yeah. And so I thought yeah. that was... But, like, I understood where Vivian was coming from, too. Like, she was never... She had to be smart to mm-hmm. get attention and to get all of this stuff because she wasn't as you know, good looking or whatever, stereotypical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good looking as L. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so there's that jealousy as well. And so when she sees in the office that like I mean, and granted, I don't think what she saw was enough to be like I would have been no. like, What are you okay? Like he was like yeah. feeling your yeah. leg and you were just sitting there and I don't know. Yeah. But like initially seeing that and it's like, oh, of course, she just got her looks to get in here and get the internship mm-hmm. and do this, whatever. Like, I get where she's coming from. It sucks how she reacted, but it also is like she learned from it and grew from it and they're like friends after. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I like Vivian. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I'm not mad actually that she's your number one because she does have a lot of, she has the most character growth, which mm-hmm. you like. And <laughs> she actually was on my honorable mention list, but I crossed her off when she like, confronted Elle in the elevator. Yeah. And she was like, why don't you sleep with the jury too? Which, like you said, you know, she she grew from that, but she was just so mean. She like, was. overall, that's why she didn't really make any of my lists. But I totally get all of your points. I think that and- I just... You know, she was super mean, and, and I don't want to justify her because what she did was wrong, obviously. But she just was so threatened by Elle. Yeah, yeah. And Warner no, was still that. putting his hands on her, like, and mm-hmm. still giving her attention and, like... Yeah. Which so. he's, a, he's a piece of work. I know. That one. My number two is Paulette. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's so cute. I freaking... Like, the very... When we were talking about in the beginning where she's like, look at me now. A middle-aged high school dropout with stretch marks and a fat ass. <laughs> She's so down on herself and, like, so insecure, and Elle really helps her, like, come out of her shell. She, like, goes and takes her dog back, you know. I just, I think that she's a really good character overall. I think she adds comedic relief. She, like, is adorable. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. She's my number two, okay? Also, I love that actress, too. I forgot what her name is, but. I like her, too. She's in, she plays the evil stepmom in a Cinderella story. Yeah, and I think she's, she's the voiceover for, um, 
in robots. She's one of the robots in that. I don't remember. I've seen the movie, but I can't. I can't remember is she specifically. Aunt, is she Aunt Fanny. Uh yeah, yeah. I, I think, think she's she Aunt is. Fanny with is. the big butt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, That's a great movie. It That's is. A movie. It's a good one. Um, but yeah, she's she's so great in all of her character roles, and she's on. Do you watch the show Two Broke Girls? No, but is she in that. Yeah, she's hilarious, and I love the fact that. Even though she was, like, so scared to go get her dog back from her ex or whatever, like, she did it. She didn't back out, and she wasn't like, let's just go. She was like, I'm taking the dog. Dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) So, I love her. Okay, so who's your least favorite? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Is it going to make me upset? Yeah, it is. Okay, all right, all right. Who's your least favorite? Paulette. No! (laughs) Yep. Wow. I have written here. Paulette Listen, is- Hold on. <laughs> Think in your mind all the characters of the movie. Yep, I did. She is your least favorite? Yes. Okay, explain. I have written here. Mm-hmm. Paulette is a weak character. <gasps> okay, so- She's just insecure. I, I was so ready- for Paulette's entrance in this movie because mm-hmm. as I said already I hadn't seen this movie in a while but mm-hmm. I remember Paulette I remember mm-hmm. thinking she was so funny mm-hmm. and here enters Paulette what a shit character wow <laughs> yeah sorry I do mm-hmm. not like her so basically for the reasons I feel like you could take Paulette out of the movie and it wouldn't make the movie any different. No. Elle would still have the same arc other than Elle really gets her why as to why she wants to be a lawyer from Paulette. That's the Mm -hmm. only thing that she brings to Elle as a main character. If you Mm. think about, if you're watching the movie, you're like, okay, where's Paulette? Where's Paulette? Oh, okay. There's, there's Elle's why. What's happening with Paulette? Nothing. Nothing, nothing is happening. And and so it's like, it's just really weird because she is such a great actor or actress. Like that, like we were just talking about, like there was so much potential to use her and like have her being integral part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't there. And she doesn't have any character growth. She still is the same person. The only reason she stood up to her ex-husband or whatever is because l was there backing her up which is fine that's fine she still got the dog and everything and that's great but she just is very like she's still as insecure and whatever and still needs a man i Hmm. (laughs) you don't have to agree that's no i'm i see your points but also i think that she doesn't need a man i think she's just been crushing on ups guy and he obviously likes her back and so Elle's like, just talk to him. Like, don't be a spaz. And she, have you seen the second one? Have you seen Legally Blonde too? No. It's so good. <laughs> like for a sequel, it's so good. Um, She has like a bigger part in the second one. Which, okay. you know, obviously if you've only watched the first one, it doesn't make a difference. But I was just remembering that as you were saying that. But anyway, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's good to have... I wouldn't call her a weak character. I would call her a vulnerable character. And I think that it's good to have 
I think you, mis- you misinterpreted what weak means. Weak character, like she is, she had potential and they didn't give her the lines. They didn't give her the parts. She's, it, it, she's a weak character. Not that she's weak, like emotionally, because she's not. She is strong. She's a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She's a weak character, like in the movie. Like she doesn't do anything. Yeah. She's boring. Like, I mean, she has funny parts and stuff, but I don't want, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to misinterpret what I'm saying. Got it. Got it. No, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like, Interesting. I think I understand where you're coming from and I see that she's funny and I, I honestly, like, I just don't care for her in this movie. Okay. Yeah. That's valid. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's just interesting because you and I are so different, just like how we watch movies, I think. Like, mm-hmm. you really look for character development, which I do too, but it's not like my main focus. Yeah. I I really like funny things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like simple, I guess, but I, I don't know. You're not Precise. simple. You're just, that's not, that's not the word I would use. It's you watch movies to laugh and escape. Yeah, yeah. The realities of the world, which yeah, a lot of people do. And that's great. Yeah. That's exactly what movies are about. Like in times of war, like the movie industry yeah. booms because people yeah. don't want to think about any of that crap. You know, yeah. they want to yeah. escape. And I like movies where I see real things. I want to see real. I want when my kids to watch this, like, yeah, they laugh at the bend and snap, but I want them to see like Elle and Vivian. Mm-hmm. Like, strong women who were mean to each other, and then they finally realized what was, you know, like, what was really important. And it's not yeah, a man, yeah. you know, it's yeah. that you grew and learned and educated. And and that's why I don't like Paulette. I don't see anything in her that I want to emulate. So that yeah. that is why I like to watch movies. Is, and that's yeah, yeah. why I watch the type of movies that I do, right? Like, I like serious movies. I like mm-hmm, – and I mm-hmm. like comedy, but I can only take so much. So much, yeah. Like, Tyler yeah. really loves humor and comedy, and and so that's what he wants to watch all the time. Probably mm-hmm. because he uses movies the same way you do, to as an yeah. escape, right? And that's great. Mm-hmm. But I cannot do that all the time. <laughs> it is too hard. yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, everyone everyone has their own preferences, and yeah, everyone's different. Like you said, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like I, I watch it for fun more. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my least favorite characters. There's a tie between Professor Callahan and Warner because they're Ooh. both scumbags. Interesting. Like I, okay, like the breakup scene is a big one for me because he like takes her on a date right to a fancy ass restaurant he calls her sweetheart Pooh bear we're talking about warner here not callahan yeah he's like telling her about his you know i want to talk about our future he says our future he doesn't say i want to talk about my future mm-hmm. he's like, i want to talk about our future and l thinks he's gonna propose and it's like okay if you're gonna break up with someone you don't take them to a, a fancy dinner like on a date yeah. Like, what did he, what did he think was going to happen? How did he think that was going to go? I honestly believe, cause I, I always thought the same thing. I'm like, what was mm-hmm. he doing? But I think what he was doing is he thought that she was going to agree with him. Like, yeah, he which didn't is... think that he did anything wrong, mm-hmm. making her believe that they were going to be together. And, and that was what he did because he had 
he wanted to have fun. He was using her. And so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because he says, too, in the beginning of their dinner date, he goes, or he says, you know, like, you and I have been having a lot of fun lately. He doesn't say, like, I've really loved spending time with you or this and that. We've been having a lot of fun. But it's time to get serious. And she's like, yeah, like, I'm in it, you know. It just pisses me off. And he's just, like, throughout the whole movie, he's, like, a scumbag the whole time. Like, I'm thinking about specifically that breakup. And then there's, like, the part where they're all sitting at the table. And Callahan, like, leaves the room. And it's when Elle won't tell him the alibi. And everyone's like, just tell him this and that. Just tell him. And then Warner's like, if you tell him, he'll probably, like, hire you for his internship. Like, don't even. And and Elle's like, I gave her my word. And he's like, so, he says, so what? You should think about yourself. And then Vivian looks at him and she's like, what the heck are you talking about? Well, that and it's like, she's practicing that whole attorney client, like privilege. Yeah. Like she, she's putting that into practice. And granted, I know she's an intern, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, and I understand Callahan's like frustration, right? Cause he's like, I want her to like, (laughs) I want to win the case case. for her, you know, like, so he, He's, and I'm sure he's coming from a selfish place as well, like, cause he wants mm-hmm. another win under his belt. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what he was hired to bring her. So, right, so right. like, I understand his frustration, but like, Warren's frustration is you can use this information to get ahead. It's like different. Yeah. Way different. It has nothing yeah. to do with the client. No. Yeah. So he's just, I don't like him. And then at the very end, you know, L is amazing and wins he's the sitting case. sitting there like Warner- a little bitch. Yeah, and then he, like, runs after, he's like, I figured it out. You're the one for me. Oh, really? You figured it out now? Oh, good for you. I really like her response at the end, though. She's like, wow, I've been waiting a long time to hear you say that. And then uses his own words, you know? But if I'm going to be a partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30, I need to date someone who's not such a bonehead. I'm like, mm, frick yeah. <laughs> That's a good but one. yeah, he's, he's just... He's, He's just a disgusting person. Yep. And then Callahan is a whole other a whole other thing. Yeah, I get so frustrated because he's like he was a good professor offering yeah. students internships. But then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's so cool. But then I'm like, well shit, was he only doing that because, because he of wanted she to looked. hook up with students? Like yeah. is that why he was No, not just L. I mean like But in general. Because yeah, it's yeah. it's a I'm sure she wasn't the first student. And so, no, because he was very forward about it. Mm-hmm. So that tells mm-hmm. me it wasn't his first go around. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's frustrating because he had so much potential to like. Be a good character. Yeah. And, and like, he was like good. teaching them. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. It just yeah. sucks. And it also makes me upset that like. So, so that happens and L is like, you know, I'm done with this. Like, how could you lie to me and this and that and for Vivian to like see him put his hand on her knee and not immediately think like why is he doing that like I if I saw that I'd be like excuse me like what are you doing old nasty man (laughs) you know but I think I I think that and I I mean we briefly covered this night and I know you know but like she saw what she wanted to see Right, right. Yeah. And so. And like, I, I get that, like what you were talking about before with Vivian, how she was like, 
like when she says in the elevator, she said, you almost had me fooled. Like she had started to like build a relationship and then saw what she and, had already And I thought, just, you know? all I can see from Vivian is past shit that has happened where she's mm-hmm. like been friends with somebody, maybe been mm-hmm. like Elle, like just happy and kind to everybody. Mm-hmm. And people just took advantage of the kindness and took advantage yeah. of their looks and that she didn't have and whatever you know and so yeah. anyway sorry it doesn't justify anything no, no. but yeah. no no i i get i was just addressing your point like you know she she saw what she wanted to see like you said but i don't know it was just different for me and then also um about callahan and l so like when l comes back into the courtroom and she's like gonna represent brooke right i think it was such a power move for l to be like uh, when Callahan was like, what are you talking about? You're just a law student. And she was like, oh, I thought you would agree with me because of last night. Like being like, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Right. I, you know, I think that was a power move instead of being like, I don't know, in- instead of being like, um, you know, I'm just going to do this. She was like bold enough to be like, you seemed to agree last night and not in a way that made people think like, because if, if she had said it, like, in a different way, it would have been, like, oh, she's, like, sleeping with him to right. do this or whatever. But she said it in a way that was, like, incriminating for him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that she – that was good for her. But, yeah, those two men are no bueno. Yeah, and I think the reason they didn't make my least favorite character is I just – I expect a lot out of female characters. I think is my yeah, biggest thing. Yeah, I get that. And yeah. so I, yeah, I don't know. No, that makes sense. There I was, so, okay, this is going to make me sound like a huge nerd, but okay. I <laughs> listen to a lot of D&D podcasts, right? Nerd. At, <laughs> Just at some point in time, and I cannot remember which episode it was, and I can't even remember what person who said it, but it was like, People said, why do you choose the characters that you choose? And like, would you choose, like, if you were a female, would you choose maybe to play a male character just to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And this one girl was like, I choose to play female, strong female D&D characters mm-hmm. because I feel like if I don't, no one's going to. And like, mm-hmm. represent in that way. And, yeah. and I... I think about that all the time. Like I, I legitimately think about her saying that all the time. And I, and I honestly believe, I think it was Emily Axford that said that. I want to say it was her. Um, and there's some other strong females like in these shows that I watch, but like her saying that, that just so stuck with me because that's like exactly how I feel. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, God, if I play d and I would always want to play a strong female character. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, video games I play. Like, anytime yeah. I can choose a character, I always want to be a female character that is yeah. a badass. And that's yeah. what I want to read. And that's what I want to see because mm-hmm. maybe just so much so in me because I didn't see that growing up. And so yeah. I want other people to see that, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I get that. So, yeah, I think I think that's why, like, the men didn't make because I'm like, yeah, of course they're pigs. I hate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are swine. Uh, yeah. So No, that makes sense for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I anyway. don't hate men. 
I just let's make that clear. I don't hate men. Well, no, just I, I do love men. Like men, there's great, strong, wonderful men in the world. But like mm-hmm. in this movie, I didn't. I don't even want to give you. I don't want to give them agency here on mm-hmm. my piece of paper because they don't even deserve it. Like we all yeah. know they're shitty people. So yeah, yeah, like terrible. Not saying terrible. that your least character is bad because you made. It needs to be addressed, what you said. It needs to be addressed, like yeah. Professor Callahan, all of that. That needs to be talked about. Um, but horrible. Horrible. You're horrible. Oh! Slam. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> That's a superstar reference in case you guys Oh, yeah. Me. We love that movie. Um, and you had some favorite quotes. I do. Thanks for reminding me because I was just looking at my notes and I was like, I think that's everything. Okay. So I have, okay, so I guess I only have two because one I already said. My other one is when Elle is in the salon with her friends after the, like right after the breakup and they're getting their nails done. And she like sees the lady in the magazine and she's like, this is what I need to be. And the old lady says, what? Practically deformed? (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's funny because that old lady is like, wait, what? Wait, like, just yeah. thoroughly confused but letting Elle talk. Like, it's yeah, so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. I love when she... her friend starts speaking Vietnamese, right? I, I know. Vietnamese. That was yeah, so yeah. good. I loved that, too. So funny. That part made Luke laugh. So good. <laughs> it was so funny. And then my last one is when the California friends walk in on her, like, reading all the books about the LSATs. And she's like, I'm going to Harvard. And her one friend goes... Hell, I know you're really upset about this, but can't you just take a Percocet? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. So those are my three. Also, ones. it was really cool more, to but... see how supportive their sorority was. Like I know oh, like so I know awesome. people who are in sororities and they really love yeah. it and they are very supportive, but it was just yeah. it was just cool to see. Because I feel like yeah. other sorority things that you watch, it's very negative and, and I think yeah. that portrayal was actually very accurate like i'm accurate. not i've not been in a sorority but all the girls mm-hmm. that i know of that were in it they really loved yeah. it and so that's really cool yeah no i 100 percent agree because in movies especially like movies that come out like nowadays like more recently sororities are always like the mean girls the you know but the sorority in this movie was so like you said so supportive and it just reminds me of like like you said like i know i have a friend Named Stephanie. Stephanie, if you're listening, this is a shout out. But she was, um, um, she's, I forgot what the, like the word is, but she's, I think it's called a mentor, but she like goes to meetings and like mentors college girls that are like in DG. And it's just really cool. The, the sense of community, like it makes me wish that I had rushed when I was in my short stint of university, but. Anyway, I um, yeah, I had no desire to rush. Like, I'm glad that they no. all have camaraderie and whatever. But like, uh-huh. I remember I was sitting with a bunch of we were like on a break. We all had break at mm-hmm. the same time. So we were like sitting in the commons area. What the fuck? The union. We were in the union <laughs> sitting and yeah. we were like studying or talking or whatever. And our friend comes down and meets us. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And. She's like, oh, I had the sorority thing. I was like, oh, I didn't know you were in a sorority. We were, I think we were juniors. We were juniors. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, yeah, I, I, it's rush week. And I was like, 
because she said, no, I'm not in her sorority yet. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I said, you're rushing? Like, mm-hmm. just because it's usually, like, freshmen. And yeah. so, and I mean, there's nothing wrong. I'm glad that she did what she wanted to do. But it was just really interesting because the reason she was rushing a sorority was because some of her friends were in that sorority. And she's like, yeah, it sucks because, like, my two really good friends are in this sorority and I'm not allowed to talk to them because it's rush week. Oh, what? And I was just like, that is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's and weird. I, and it's because they're not supposed to have any bias. Like, they want to recruit yeah. the best people. Yeah. And, like, I get mm-hmm. that. But you're a junior in college. You already have a relationship with these girls. Like, mm-hmm. it's different when you're, like, a freshman and you don't know them. Yeah. And you don't want any bias because, like, you can fuck with somebody for a week and, like, be super cool and kind and whatever and then, like, get mm-hmm. rushed and then be an asshole, you know? So, like, I yeah, get that. But, like, yeah. these girls knew her. And so it's just really – I don't know. Yeah. It was just really no, interesting. Like, I just could not, like, as a junior and even now, just thinking back on that, I'm like, that is so dumb. Just talk to yeah. your friends. Like, I don't – I don't understand. <laughs> Like, no, yeah, I, I, I didn't have any interest to rush when I was there, but like I just said, Stephanie, she talks about it a lot and how much she liked it, and it just yeah. makes me think, like, well, I wonder what if, you know, what yeah. if I had Becca and know. her sister? Shout out to Becca. I know she listens mm-hmm. to these episodes. So hi, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sh- they were in a sorority, and her sister's still involved, as far as I know, like, doing alumni stuff and, like... Yeah, that's awesome. Um, which is really cool. And so... And I know they have lots of friends through there, and so... And she said she enjoyed yeah. it. So, I... That's yeah. Good. It's cool. Everyone has their niche. Yeah. Niche? 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 I think you can like say it either way. Okay. I'm going to say niche. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed our Legally Blonde episode. I hope that you guys are loving listening because we love having you hear us. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded really weird, but it's very genuine from my heart. Um, I would like to do a little shout out to Ashley because she's the bomb.com. She like edits all this stuff. You guys don't know this, but when we record, it's usually like two hours and she <laughs> <laughs> she is a miracle worker and gets it down to like under an hour every time and it still sounds amazing every time and she's just she's the real deal she's my number one that is so nice thank you you're welcome <laughs> uh so you guys can follow us everywhere at a flick pod we're on the twitter we're on insta we're on facebook <laughs> that's at symbol a f l I-C-K-P-O-D. And uh, feel free, you can email us at aflickpod at gmail.com. Uh, email us funny memes. Shout out to my dad for sending me that funny Monsters, Inc. meme that I shared to the page. Uh, well, until next time, always remember that success is the best revenge.
worst thing I could have ever done to us is tell us that we could edit stuff out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. You're like going and you're like, wait, take that out. And then you start again. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.